Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here, we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. We hope you're doing well today on this Wednesday. Today we're going to begin a two-part series on the top 10 most beautiful actresses since 1980. Now, you might think that this is my idea, given that I am a man, but this was May's idea. She thought it'd be fun to do this episode, and I was like, sure thing, no problem. I love talking about beautiful actresses. Now, for those of you who have listened to this feed for some time, you know that I have the Sexy Saturday edition, which probably by the time this comes out is maybe episode 36, 37. So it's not gonna be a surprise that a large majority of the women I'll pick in this episode and next are gonna come from that list. If you guys listen to those episodes, you know that I have a particular type of beauty that I like. And I think it's gonna be an interesting episode because May is a woman, obviously, and her view of female beauty might be different than mine. And I think it'll be fascinating when we do the top 10 handsome actors, because for example, I know a lot of women who think Channing Tatum is handsome. And when I see him, I see a a fat necked Christian Ronaldo looking neck with a bohunk face. Like I could see that dude at any gym in America, but the women think he's handsome. May you can give your take in a second on that. So some of this is gonna be subjective, Some of it is gonna be objective and it's gonna be a fun time because who doesn't like to talk about beautiful people? Now, since you guys know a lot of who I'm gonna pick and you don't know May's taste, we're gonna give her 12 choices instead of 10. So she's gonna do six this episode and six in the next. May, how are you doing? Tell us, what do you think about Channing Tatum? Are you a big Channing Tatum? Fan. Um, I like him as an actor, but I do not think he's my type. He's not really handsome, in my opinion. I mean, he's okay. He's an okay guy. And I can see why Zoe Kravitz is attracted to him. Because he's got money and he's famous? Well, she is actually <laughs> directing him or directed him in a movie recently. So, right. Well, it's a joke about hypergamy. You know, why do any women find any guy attractive? It's because they're... Oh, they have all right. All right. So let's get to it. Why don't you give your number six? And again, this will be a lot of reaction made, of course, like with all these of the top 10 lists that we've done this year, we do not know each other's list. But I think May knows me. We've known each other 30 years. She kind of knows who I'm going to point out, but it'll be interesting okay. to see who those are. We can but point. I thought we were going to do 12, 7 through 12 today. But you can do, yes, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that, okay. that could be your numbering. Okay, who's your number 12? Um, my number 12 is Monica Bellucci. Interesting. Okay, She's Monica Bellucci. Uh, give beautiful a little Italian. Where would people know her from? Uh, She's in Matrix Reloaded. And she's just in a bunch of a bunch of French movies because she's also French, really. Um, she, her husband is Vincent Casal, the guy uh, you like. Yeah. So they've been married for several several years, and they have a, a pretty solid marriage, I assume. Why did you pick some her? Openness. So I I love her brown eyes. I think she's beautiful. Um, 
She's got a beautiful nose, beautiful lips, just everything about her. You know, she's very um, strong in her films, but she's also very feminine. And okay. um, All right. yeah, she's also been in a, a really horrible film too, though, but I won't mention that. I don't think she's been that successful in America. She's probably most successful for the Matrix movie, but also she was in Passion of the Christ. She played Mary Magdalene, but as a whole, I think most most Americans would not know her by just, you mention her name and they can envision her face. She does have that classic European beauty, voluptuous and so forth. And I forgot to mention before we start this list that when we mention these actresses, we're talking about at their peak. So if someone right. like Kathleen Turner is mentioned, we're not talking about 2023 Kathleen Turner, we're talking about like body heat Kathleen Turner or 1990 Sharon Stone, not 2023. So Peak Baluchi well, I, is is yeah. quite attractive, a little too curvy for my taste, but she does have a stunning face. Yeah, she does. And she was in the movie Irreversible. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's also yeah. in reverse chronology. And it's basically about a woman who gets raped and it's really horrible. But, she, you know, she's she's still one of the top actresses in Europe. So. Yeah, I could care less. Look, this is all about beauty. I don't, I, we're not even talking okay. about talent. So you could talk about okay. the talent of the actresses here. To me, this is pure objectification of the women episode. All right. So that was your your gimme. So you you did you're doing six this time. That was your your freebie. So why don't you do your number five, ladies first, and then uh, I'll do my fifth. Or not my not my yes, number yes, five. Yes, your eleven. Who is your eleven? Go ahead. Catherine Zeta Jones. Interesting. Okay, why? You know, and peak Catherine Zeta-Jones because I know that she's she's older now. You know, she's right, right. She's still doing movies and all that, but yeah, she's beautiful. I mean, I don't know if her hot. What is her eye color? Is it green or blue? Uh, I, I don't know. Either way, I mean, she could have yellow eyes, and men would lust over her. I mean, I, yeah, I, we're old I, enough I, to remember when she busted out with Mask of Zorro. And I think right. every man in America just thought she was absolutely stunning. Oh yeah, every man that is every, including including Michael Douglas, who yeah. when reputed to have seen Mask of Zorro, he said she's gonna be my wife. And you know what? When you're '90s Michael Douglas, you can make those statements. It's like it's like a slugger calling a shot that they're gonna hit a home run in right field. When you're Michael Douglas, you can say those things. Because you come from Hollywood royalty and you're a handsome man. And no doubt they ended up together. And their daughter, uh, Karis, quite quite lovely girl. She is. She is. She, she's pretty. But I don't think she compares to her mom, who's Welsh. Yeah, and, I agree. I yeah. agree. I think Catherine Zeta-Jones, I find her to be very beautiful in Intolerable Cruelty, the movie she does with George Clooney. Uh, she's mm -hmm. a gold digger and he plays a divorce attorney. I think she's gorgeous in that. And I think she's gorgeous in Ocean's 12. I think to yeah. me, that was her peak of beauty, but absolutely. No. And it will be interesting to see how many of these crossover. I, I don't think like last last Wednesday, we had flip-flop crossover. You thought Madonna was one of the best and I thought Madonna was one of the worst. We'll see how many of these crossover. I, I think out of these 22, since you're doing 12 and I'm doing 10, maybe we might have two crossovers, but I did not have Zeta Jones. All right. So even though she's, Gorgeous. I just don't like sexy. I like them sweet and cute. You know that. So my choices are going to be a little more veering on the cute. So my number 10 is going to be Daisy Edgar Jones. 
You know how I feel about her. Okay. She's probably the most recent actress that's going to be on this list. If you guys don't know, she was probably made it big with uh, the Hulu show Normal People, where the Crawdads Sing is probably her biggest movie that she's done. And she's slated to do three or four movies uh, this year. She is doing currently a movie with Jacob Elordi, who's with Kaya Gerber, Jacob Elordi, famous from The Kissing Booth. And I guess, I mean, what, what would you think, Jake? Uh, I guess Euphoria, very handsome. And my prediction was a Lordy's going to dump Kaya Gerber because Daisy Edgar Jones is more beautiful. That's my hot take. But Daisy Edgar Jones has that kind of just genteel beauty. She is Irish, but the brown hair, the brown eyes, the delicate face, she's just feminine, lovely, virtue signaling, beautiful, sweet girl. Yes, but Kaya Gerber and Jacob Elordi have been broken up for over a year now. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And Austin she's with Butler. Austin Butler, right? That's right. So. That's right. But Elordi's got some, you know, Instagram thought model. I've seen the picture of it. He's going to dump her for Daisy Edgar Jones because she's just ethereally beauty, beautiful. What's I don't take, know about what's that. What's your take it on seems, her? I don't know. If we're going to get into a conversation about Jacob Elordi, I think that he's actually pretty superficial, given that he's been dating. Uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Oh, yeah. Jade, Olivia Jade. Yeah. So Olivia he Jade. seems pretty superficial to me. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care, but I don't care about like his personality. Do you think he's handsome? He's a handsome dude. He's like six. He's a handsome guy, but you know, yeah. it's, it remains to be seen if he shows up on my list. Okay. But what's your take on Daisy Edgar Jones? Do you find her to be attractive? I do. I think it mainly has to do with her personality, though. I don't think she's. You know, everybody's cup of tea, um, yeah. obviously. But yeah. she's the cup but of I do tea think she's a, I do think she's a lot more attractive than your Anne Hathaway. So, sorry. No, I would agree with that. I mean, Anne Hathaway at her peak, which probably late 2000 knots, uh, was gorgeous. She's a gorgeous woman. But Daisy Gutter Jones, I would say, is more beautiful. And any man who does not find her attractive doesn't have taste in women. Okay, that's my hot take. Okay, so <laughs> who, is, who is your next woman? Okay, my next woman is number 10, Nicole Kidman. Interesting. Okay, why? You know, this is after she bleached her skin and after she straightened her hair. So, you know, she is very beautiful. I think you mentioned before Gregory and Batman Forever. I think that's probably her real peak. Um, yeah, we talked about her quite in depth, listeners, on the Nicole Kidman versus Kate Blanchett, Who Would You Rather Be episode. So scroll down and check that out after this episode. So you're saying not early Kidman with the, the curly hair, like Days of Thunder, Dead Calm. You're not talking about that. No, not really. You're, you're but, talking more like Mulan. No, I'm Rouge. talking about post, post that, like yeah. when she was in The Others and, you know, uh, Birth. Even in birth with short hair, she's the pixie cut. She's yeah. still very beautiful. Her blue eyes. I certainly think Nicole Kidman is attractive. Um, she's not on my list. Um, yeah, she's she's tall, she's leggy, and she's aging very well. So good good taste. You're definitely doing mainstream hot women. <laughs> Mine are a little more under the radar. Okay, so my number nine. You might be surprised on this one because you would think... As much as I talk about how much I think this woman is a Botticelli beauty, and she's almost the epitome of what I like in women, she's not my number one because I can't be super biased. It's Amanda Seyfried. I got Amanda. Yeah. Now, Amanda Seyfried, I know how you feel about her. You think she's got big eyes. And we have a future big episode coming eyes. out with her, with yeah. Mila Kunis versus Amanda Seyfried, which should be coming out 
sometime in August. But I find her at her peak, which to me is like Letters to Juliet, that really bad movie, Chloe. Have you ever seen that where Julianne Moore is married to Liam Neeson and she thinks that he might be a cheating or capable of cheating? So she hires, Julianne Moore hires Amanda Seyfried, who's a prostitute, to seduce Liam Neeson to see if he would respond. And the movie's just really bad, but she's that quite gorgeous. So I would say like, yeah. like, like 2010, 2011, like Le Miserable, Seyfried, mm -hmm. she's, she's beautiful. She's the hair, the big blue eyes, the lips. I mean, she is a walking Botticelli uh, actress and now as she's gotten older in her, her late 30s she, you know she's gotten got a little gaunt a little skinny she's not as pretty as she was 10 years ago my only reason i don't have her higher up is that she's a little short and to be in my top five most beautiful women of the last 40 years you have to have some height so uh, seyfried's face though like if i could glue blake lively's body to Amanda Seyfried's face, I mean, that's it. She'd be number one. I think like, I think Amanda Seyfried's face is just top-notch beautiful. But I will say she is beautiful in her own right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't quite, I don't, I'm not quite as uh, zealous as you are about her, so. Well, I understand. Cause you know, my look, as I talk about on Sexy Saturdays, I like the kind of ingenue, damsel in distress, pale, mm -hmm. skinny waif, like a Emmy Rossum, who's not on this list. I'll mention some other ones. That's my look. I don't like overtly sexy. So Angelina Jolie at her peak would never be on this list. Zeta Jones at her, her peak would not be on this list. So it's just, a, it's my preference. I like the ingenue look. And she, when she was younger, definitely fit that. Okay. All right. Who do you got next? My number nine is Angelina Jolie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the reason being is she's just the genetic product of two people, John Voight. And the she devil? Looks a lot like her father. And also Marceline uh, Brand, I believe. And, and a succubus. She's the, the product of a succubus with a cluster B personality, crazy <laughs> job, because that's what she is. No, no, but her mother was beautiful at the time. Yeah, she died young she's, of what? A, very uh, very fr a French woman. And Angelina is just like the perfect, uh, she's just the perfect blend of both both parents. And I, I think it's very unfortunate what happened to her mom. Um, but when she died and everything. And then of course, John Boyton. So yeah, I do think she's a beautiful woman and she does I, have beautiful eyes, blue eyes. And Brad would, really liked her, really loved her, so. Yeah, and I think he regretted that decision based on all the uh, shenanigans that she did and she's still doing. I mean, I, I should do a separate episode on that. On my cheating scandal playlist, I still haven't done the Brangelina cheating affair because I want to give it its due credit because even now, seven it's i think like seven years since they divorced she's still trying to destroy him either way we'll, we'll take away the personal i'll just talk about her beauty. and i just have to mention shiloh is very beautiful very beautiful woman young is woman she, so is yeah. she 18 yet because if she's not she's 18, 16, she's 16. yeah i'm not looking <laughs> <at> her, <laughs> but i can mention her you know okay you can mention her as a woman that's great okay so go back to jolie here's my take on angelina jolie as a hot-blooded male here I don't think she's that pretty. I think if you look at early Jolie, like when she was in um, Girl Interrupted, Gia, I look at her early work, average, average face, mm -hmm. average face. I'm not saying she's not attractive. Don't get me wrong. 
And some of it is, I don't like sexy. I like, I, I like cute, but even peak her would be like Tomb Raider, like mid two thousands, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. She's, she's, she's sexy. But if you just look at her face, she doesn't have the facial symmetry that some of the top notch actresses do. I think she's- Oh, but she has the beautiful lips. And she, she's, she doesn't even need Botox for that or any kind of fillers. Her lips are natural, so because she, of John Boyd. So, yeah. She's got, yeah, John Boyd <laughs> in the 70s was quite handsome, man. Um, look, yeah, she's, she's attractive. I just think she's overrated in her beauty. And I think some of, some of her, quote, beauty, close quote, is, I think, accredited to her sexuality and her sensuality, which she had a lot of at her peak. But if you just look okay. at her face, I just don't, I don't find her personally. I think her face is beautiful and I, that's why, but not as beautiful as all the other women's. So that's why she's my But you nine. think she has a more beautiful face than Catherine Zeta-Jones? Um. Because you put her higher than Zeta-Jones. I don't Zeta know. Jones. I think that this is all objective, really. But. But you yeah, are ranking I don't her. know. You are ranking it. So you're ranking her higher than Zeta-Jones. Yeah, I don't know about that. And I'm ranking her higher than Nicole Kidman, too. Well, so, I, I think... I guess well, I do think her face is nicer. If you did things. a, like, V for Vendetta, shave my hair, Natalie Portman thing, and just look at the face and take away the hair, in my opinion, Zeta Jones has a more beautiful face than Angelina Jolie. And I, I yeah, would... Yeah, but you know what? Nicole Beauty Kidman is well. not always about the face. It's about just the whole package, too. So, and Angelina does have a nice build too, even though she is too skinny. Yeah, so she's too now, skinny and gaunt now. Yeah. Yeah. She's so don't attack me, Gregory, about the face, all right? Well, this is your list. Uh, you, you can attack Yeah, but you're attacking me list. about the face. And I don't appreciate it, Gregory. Okay. Well, look, we're objectifying women. So this is all face and body. And I think, I, I just don't find Angelina <laughs> Jolie to be that attractive. But that's, you know, this is your opinion. All right. My number... What am I, my third one here? No, my 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 seventh. I've done already three. You're, you've done already three? Wow. No, 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 I'm sorry, I did two. This is my number eight. Okay, so my number eight is Rebecca Ferguson. Now, some people might not know who Rebecca Ferguson is. She's a Swedish-British actress, probably most famous for being in Mission Impossible, the last three of them. She plays Elsa, the spy that helps Ethan. And I... She, she's in her mid thirties now. I remember Rebecca Ferguson in her mid twenties when she was doing the stars television show, the white queen back then she had very blonde hair and she was just an ethereal beauty, like, like a Norse goddess. I find her body just to be quite attractive and her face. I find to be top notch. She's got this beautiful face with some freckles to it and the colored eyes. I just find her to be quite lovely. I agree. I think she is beautiful. Um, isn't her natural color, uh, hair color red? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know it's not blonde. I think I think it is probably some some form of brunette. If I had to okay. Sure. Yeah, she is beautiful, but I just haven't seen her in that much. So I don't yeah. want to... I mean, her movie career hasn't been that great. She really busted out big probably in her movies with Mission Impossible. So it's only been like the last six years. She's done some television. And of course, a lot of Swedish and European movies. Um, but um, yeah, I find her to be beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do remember her from Mission Impossible. And I, yeah, she is very pretty. She is. Great. Who's your next one? Um, my number eight is Natalie Portman. Ah, 
Yeah, speaking um, of with the cheating scandal, so I have not gotten your opinion on record. This is being recorded and actually will be released way like six weeks after we found out about the Natalie Portman, Benjamin Millipede <laughs> affair. I did an episode on my take. So I posted a poll at Spotify because you guys can definitely go to that poll if it's still up. In a year from now, May, will Natalie Portman still be married to Benjamin Millipede? Millipede? Gosh, I hope not. But what's your really take? Yes or not. no? If you had to say yes or no. No. Okay. Because she's um, a dignified woman, so no. And she I think I think married. that's why she's going to stay with him. I, my my take is oh that my God. she will stay with him. Now, why is Natalie Portman in your list? Well, she's beautiful. I mean, she's been beautiful since she was a child. And Leon, the professional, uh, she's she has beautiful, I believe, brown eyes. Um. Yeah, and, and you know she might not meet your height criteria, at height criterion, but you beat she, me to she it. still has a very beautiful body. I think too. She was a ballerina in Black Swan, where she met her husband. So, um, yeah, I mean, beautiful teeth too. So you know <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, really. I think. I think Natalie Portman has a gorgeous face. I mean, talk, I didn't even know you were going to bring her up when I mentioned the V for Vendetta thing. I just couldn't think of another movie where somebody shaves their hair. And in that movie, yeah. that was a one take. She was shaving her hair. So if she messed up or laughed, that was it. They would have to put a wig and then shave the wig. But yeah, yeah she has a gorgeous face, natural symmetry in her face, quite lovely at her peak. And as you mentioned, I just don't have her on my list because of the height I, I just because of the height, but definitely. And also, she has beautiful cheekbones too. Yeah, so. no doubt. Oh, I mean, no. if you look at the objective uh, objective definition of what is is perceived to be beautiful in women, it's high cheekbones, small chin. With men, it's high cheekbones mm -hmm. and prominent chin. And definitely, oh. she has those classic looks. I I, yeah. I I agree with you. Just for, for me, she's not in my top ten because of the height. All right, my number seven, Kate Beckinsale, at her peak. Now, Kate Beckinsale, of course, British actress, has done a lot of movies. Sadly, you know, I, I think a lot like uh, maybe Scarlett Johansson, like her her agents. Well, no, I should say ScarJo's agents are good because they put her in a lot of Marvel movies and she made bank. But Beckinsale did a lot of underworld movies because her husband was at the time was Len Weissman, who directed a lot of those underworld movies. And I think it really took away from her talent, because if you see her early work, like Much Ado About Nothing, Last Days of Disco, and stuff like that. She, I think, is an actually good actress. But in terms of her beauty, I would say her peak was probably early 2000s, like 20 years ago with Pearl Harbor, Last Days of Disco. I think that period of her, is she is just gorgeous. And she's definitely had work. If you've seen Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing, where she plays hero, not the hero, but the, the character hero. And then you look at her later on, she's had a little work, but I just think she just is beautiful. Yeah. Even like movies like Serendipity later on in her life. And even now in her forties, I mean, she's quite striking. She's still smoking, you know, and she, she is a stunning beauty. She really is. Um, and yeah, and she's from Great Britain and we talk, we've talked a lot about your Great Britain girls. So yeah, to put her at that number, I think that sounds about right for you. She's, so, she's yeah. my number seven. Yeah, she's yeah. my number seven. I think she's quite lovely. All right. I think she's beautiful. Yeah. 
Go ahead. My number seven is Carrie Washington. Oh, okay. She's an Eve Bayou. I, I think that her face is beautiful. She, she, her nose is a little long, but that's fine. She's got a small chin. She's got a great build, great body. She's just, she's stunning too. She's, she's a very beautiful woman. And I don't think you can argue with that. Um, she's been in Eve's Bayou, which is probably a very old movie now, but I do remember her very well in that movie. And of I, I course, think of her from the TV, the TV show, the TV Scandal. show she did Scandal, yeah. And then right. I, in, um, Django Unchained. And Django Unchained, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, she's, what else can you say about her? I mean, and her lips are beautiful too. So I think I think yeah. at her peak she was attractive. I mean, my only my only issue here is on your ranking, you're saying Carrie Washington is is more beautiful than Natalie Portman, Catherine Zeta Jones, and and the aforementioned. And yeah, I, I am. Okay. Because of her eyes. Her eyes really stand out. She's got beautiful lips. She's just she's chiseled. She, you know. She is beautiful. She is beautiful. All right. Yeah. My last one for this episode, before we do some honorable mentions previous to 1980, because we thought, you know, we, we didn't want to go back into a hundred years because you know it's just harder. And, and so my last one for this one is going to be the, the woman whose name you have problems pronouncing, Marion Cotillard, the French actress. Oh, yeah. Marion at her peak, probably... Her peak of her beauty was a little before she she got big in America. She was doing a lot of French films. Then I would say probably it was around La Vie en Rose and, and Public Enemy, Public Enemies and Inception. So like 2010, 2011 is when she got big in America. But really her peak beauty, I think, was like 2005. But even in her 40s, even in recent work, the woman has just a striking beauty to her. Now, I have another European in, in the next episode who I think has a, just a more alluring, striking beauty. Don't mention her if you think you know who it is, maybe. But Miriam Cotillard, when you look at her, she's very European looking. You know, I mentioned Blake Lively. Blake Lively's got a very American look. She is not in my top 10, spoiler alert. Very American looking. But Miriam Cotillard looks Euro. And she has those big eyes. The complexion, the smile, the big lips, I just find her to be a combination of just just, just feminine beauty, but there's a sensuality to her as well. And then you throw in the multiple languages, like when she's speaking French. Um, wow. And look, I know I this, this is a hotter take. She's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm sure there's some No, she's not. Would, she's would not, not my cup of tea. Because Marion, she's beautiful, I think, but her eyes are kind of like... Yeah, they they're kind of bug eyes. No, so they're not. I can't. To me, they are. So sorry. That's why she's not my cup of tea. She's got beguiling eyes, gorgeous eyes. She's got but bug eat. eyes. <laughs> you and the bug, bug eyes. eyes. You, you hate the Seifried. You hate the Cote Yard. You sorry, I don't she go and, for the bug eyes or the praying mantis eyes. Okay. She and Brad Pitt allegedly had an affair when they were doing Allied. That were well, I can see that. She's probably got a great personality. I mean, you, she, you don't think a man would want to sleep with Marion Cotillard because she's beautiful? You think it's only because she has a great personality? No, no, no. I'm just saying that in addition to her her beautifulness, her her great build, and everything that's. That yeah, a man would want to sleep with her, sure. 
but not every man. So I think a, a good sleeper movie with her is A Good Year. This was directed by Russell Scott. And it's got Russell Crowe. It's like the only rom-com that he's ever done. And it's a small movie that came out about 10 years ago. He's a, a stuffy British guy and he has to go to France to sell his uncle's house and he meets the waitress who's played by Miriam Cotillard. And it takes place in Provence. It's it's a nice small film. It's quite lovely. And of course, she's gorgeous in it. All right. And, so those, and you know, she gets matched up with the most handsome men, men in Hollywood, too. She gets matched up with Christian Bale, just say And Christian Leonardo Bale. DiCaprio, too. Both of those guys. So, yes, there's something special about her then. Okay, so sneak preview, May. When we do the top 10 handsome men, Christian Bale is not going to be on my list. Okay, just just say, just just prepare yourself. For that, 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 you know, I can't mention my two crushes either on, on this <laughs> most handsome list. So All right, let's do some honorable mentions. So we have some time. Who's your honorable mention pre 1980? Um, Marilyn Monroe. She, I think she's beautiful. Okay. The, the classic American beauty, very vulnerable, very sultry woman. Uh, probably didn't have her real voice on screen, really. She probably used a fake voice. But whatever, I think she's beautiful. Whatever hair color she is, has, she has. She was a brunette, really. So, um, so she was known to be a blonde. So I, I don't find her to be that attractive. Not to be the contrarian, she would. I, I think, to be honest, Anna de Armas playing Marilyn Monroe is more attractive. And Anna de Armas is not in my top five uh, for a variety of reasons. But I think she is just gorgeous. If you want to see like celluloid burning body heat kathleen turner would be like number one but number two watch deep water the adrian line movie that she and ben affleck did where she is essentially stepping out on ben affleck he's like the cucked husband and he ends up killing all the women i'm sorry um, all the men that she's having an affair with she you're is saying that anna damas is, is not even on your top 10 list no but i think she's absolutely gorgeous and she's better looking than marilyn monroe even though she played, no, not unnecessarily. No, that's that's my also opinion. here's here's a couple of other honorable mentions. Go Rita ahead. Hayworth, yeah, red hair, yeah, her red hair, and Elizabeth Taylor, gorgeous. Yeah, of course, of course, Elizabeth Taylor early in her career. I, I think later on. I mean, she had she was known for her her purple eyes, iconic beauty. Absolutely, my yeah. honorable mention uh, for this episode. I'll do one for the next one. Is Julie Christie. I think Julie Christie, Dr. Shivago fame, uh, of course, was with Warren Beatty, the the, the Lothario for quite some time. Mm -hmm. She's, again, my type. See, we just have different types. She's the blonde, blue-eyed, just, 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 just gorgeous woman from the 60s and 70s. I just love her to death. I agree. I think Julie Christie's beautiful, yeah. Great. All right. So, May, we did. You did your six. I did my five. Next Wednesday, we're going to do our top five most beautiful women since 1980. Definitely listen to that episode. May, I appreciate you coming on. Okay, thank you, Gregory. Take care. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time. <laughs>